Good morning to you, my friends. How are you this morning? And how was your night? I hope you've all had a peaceful night rest. And God bless you. You are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here. Esther, good morning, our gracious and merciful God. How we love and thank you. We also praise you for the gift of life, of breath, and of time. We give you all the glory. And we say praise be to your holy name. We have come again this morning to continue with our topic on decision. Decision time. Father God, open our heart to what you may be speaking to us at this very time. Open our hearts and minds as well. And most of all, help us to obey you. Help us to go in the direction that you actually want us to. Thank you, able Father. And glory be to your name once again. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. You're welcome once more, my friends. And let's continue with our topic on Decision Time, Part 2. And in the bracket we have, Where do you stand? Decision time, part two. Where exactly do you stand? Yesterday, we read from the book of Joshua, chapter 24, and we saw how Joshua, towards the end of his life, challenged God's people, his home people, the Israelites, once more. And you see, there's one or two things I grasped from what Joshua said to the Israelites that I want to share with you as it comes in handy for us too. So please... Come with me, if you will, back to the book of Joshua, chapter 24. The same verses as we read yesterday. Joshua, chapter 24, verses 14 and 15, then we go to 23. God bless you as you read along or as you listen. Verse 14 reads, now therefore, 
Fear the Lord, serve Him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. Please pay close attention to verse 15. You might be able to see this yourself. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Hamorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, verse 23, and where we shall stop. Now therefore, he said, put away the foreign gods which are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord God of Israel. The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening, to His Word. Amen. Joshua admonished the people based on or from the perspective of what he had seen them do in, past, in, in time past. He had seen them take one step of faith forward and, you know, like 1,000 backwards. He had seen them do so many things contrary to who God is. So he said to them, Hello, guys, you need to make up your mind once and for all. You need to take a stand because serving God surpasses just offering your sacrifices for a sweet-smelling aroma unto the Lord. It surpasses serving out of obligation and tradition. It surpasses burning of incense and other things such as they did for worship or when they gathered. Joshua was saying, Look, he wants you. I mean, he wants your heart. He desires a heart set on fire for him. And you know what, friends? The book of Hosea confirms this. In Hosea chapter 6 and verse 6, it says, For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Mm. Isn't it true for us too, my friends? God has no desire for our half-hearted religious rituals. You see, decision to serve God is a lifestyle. It surpasses us playing religion. 
like following a big organization just to be counted as part of it. It is a lifestyle of heartfelt worship that touches or connects with or to the heart of God. You become a soldier for Christ or of Christ who is engaged in a warfare for the sake of Christ. And then Joshua said, this is the second thing. Joshua said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my house, did you take a very good note of that? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What does that mean? Joshua was not speaking just for himself. He was speaking on behalf of his entire household. Look, he was not ready to leave them behind. He wasn't going to go with alone while he watched the members of his household, while he watched them get wounded. Look, my friends, if you are going to be a soldier, then you can't afford to leave anyone behind, not especially the members of your household. Not those close friends who now seem like family to you. Not that very kind boss who acts like a relative to you, but does not know the Lord and so on. Let them come alongside with you to serve the one true God. So have you made up your mind to serve yet? Then why don't you start praying for those people you want on the Lord's side with you? Or you've not made up your mind just yet because you enjoy the middle ground position you've always been so much ready to compromise your faith if need be then there is danger what's the danger all about is there even such thing as a middle ground position or in between why don't you join me again tomorrow morning, my friends, as we take a deeper look, searching the scriptures. Is there danger? Are there dangers? Let's go back into the word of God tomorrow as we see if there is one or if there is something such as middle ground or in between like the children of Israel were going back and forth unstable. Join me again tomorrow morning by God's grace as we go deeper by searching the scriptures. God bless you. But until then, 
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen.
Alabama. 